This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Here's a couple of things I can't honor, man. How you listen to a girl to still want a man? Tell me the truth. Is that a man or Joanna, man? I'm wondering why she rests the gold like Wanda, man. When we met you as a V like Madonna, man. Now you in the field running plays like Donovan. McNabb, before we get in the cab, I'll trade my cash just to take you back to last summer, man. You all remember when you was my sweetest? You all remember when I called you Reese's Pieces? Because there's no wrong way to do, you know what? He turned around and giggled, said, you so nuts. But nowadays, we acting way too grown up. Like how your ex-girl get that new number. The rumors, what? It's so numerous. But sticking by me, I had to give you two thumbs up. And that's why. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. That was Brandy. Talk about our love. Um, featuring Kanye West off of her very stellar album, Aphrodisiac. Um, Aphrodisiac inspired Rihanna's Bad Girl Gone Bad, Good Girl Gone Bad album. Um, it's really, honestly, an iconic album. If you have a chance, go listen to Aphrodisiac. It's probably, bitch, it might be my favorite Brandy album, to be honest. Right next to Never Say Never. Never say, never say, never say never. Ooh. Brandy on Never Say Never, she had like at least 24 tracks on that damn album. Well, maybe not. She had like 19 tracks. Maybe 17. She had way too many tracks, but they all banged, though. They all banged. Um, <clears throat> Welcome to the show. Um, We ain't got no reviews this week, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Um, Aside from that... What did I do this past week? What did I do? Oh, my friend from California came and visited me. And so we went out to go twirl on a Thursday. We was out till about 5, 36 o'clock in the evening, or excuse me, in the morning. Doing too much as per usual. Um, Then we went to, the next day we went to Fire Island. And then they were th- we were there from Monday. No, we were there from Friday and Saturday. But girl, I was supposed to stay till Monday. Girl, I woke up. Like, I went to bed Saturday knowing good and goddamn well. I was like, I need to get off this damn island. I got to get the fuck off. Yeah, I had to get off. Um, I don't know what it was, but I was so exhausted and just tired and just really ran ragged. And I think... I'm just getting to the point where I just don't want to be out no more. Honey, I used to, like, back in the day, back in the day, like, the last, like, five years, I would go out once, maybe, like, every month, maybe every two months. You know, I didn't go out that much. I can't do it no more, bitch. I'm worn, worn, worn thin. 
I don't want to be outside no more. I don't I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be outdoors with the peoples no more. I don't want to be I don't want to do it. I know I I know I joke about like, oh, um, I don't want to dr- I'm never drinking again. Oh my god, side note. So my dad follows me on Snapchat, which is so wild because he prides himself on like Oh, I don't have social media. I don't have no Facebook. I don't got this. But then you got the most crittery app of all, Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? So a few years ago, I ended up blocking my dad off of Snapchat. Like, this is years ago. And hours later, he calls my sister. Hey, um, did Solomon block me on Snapchat? And my sister knew good and goddamn well. Like, I probably did. So she was like, oh, I don't know how that works. Anyways, <clears throat> so I instantly unblocked him. And I was so he's been he follows my stories and stuff here and there. Well, you know, like I be saying, like, I'm never gonna drink again. Like it's funny. Like it's like a little ongoing joke amongst us. But then my dad was like, he texted me, he was like, Hey son, da-da-da-da-da. Like, I see the whole never drinking again post, and um, I'm just coming at you with love. If you need anything, let me know. Just all that stuff. And I was like, Oh my god, you about to get blocked again. Like, dad, this is no, but honestly, I'm really coming to terms with, excuse me, I'm, I just drink some like tea to make me help me go to sleep because I'm also trying to wake up early every day because I'm starting my third business. And in order to do that, like I have to get up earlier. I cannot sleep till one or two o'clock in the evening. You know, like I cannot do that. I cannot do that anymore. I have to be up at least 9, 30, 10 o'clock every day because I need to start working on my third business. Because when you wake up at 1 or 2, you know, by the time I eat, go through my emails, work a little bit, then, you know, if I wanted to run any errands or whatever like that, the gym closes at like 9 o'clock, you know, sometimes 8 o'clock on Fridays. And... You know, I'm trying to get all these things done. So by the time I get back home, it's like 10 p.m. And even though I've only been up for a solid eight hours, it's like I be wiped out. Like, I don't want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, like, lay up in bed. So anyways, long story short, I need to wake up earlier. So I just drink some of this, like, tea that I be drinking to help me, like, wind down and go to bed. But anyways, but I've honestly been thinking... I mean, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I think I want to, I mean, I would love to quit drinking altogether. I don't drink, like, while I'm at home. Like, I don't drink, like, any, like, I just drink socially. You know what I'm saying? So, that's my dilemma. Like, I want to be able to stop. Not really for, like, any, like, oh, you get out of hand. Nothing like that. It's just, I want, like... I've seen so many people on TikTok who stopped drinking for, like, a year, and they look gorgeous and skinny. You know what I'm saying? Like, their skin is glowing. They look cunt. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to, like, I'm not really trying to, like, you know, boost myself up or, like, I'm not fishing for compliments. Because I, but here's the thing. I'm just being realistic. I already know I look okay as is. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, damn, bitch, if I stop drinking and eating right, you know what I'm saying? I'm even be more litty-titty, you know? I'm going to be even more that girl. I'm really going to be that girl, bitch. Because let me tell you. So, back in 2015, um, I went to 
my doctor. And I don't, honestly, I don't even know how this even started, but he took my, like, he was taking blood because I was doing some blood for some other shit. And, like, just a routine blood. I don't even know. Honestly, the more I think about this now, I'm like, why would you even test me for this shit? Anyways, long story short, he was like, um, how, do you live in with a bunch of farmers or, like, migrant workers or something? I said, no. He was like, do you live in a household with, like, seven, eight people? I said, no, I live alone. And he was like, do you live, like, all this other, like, weird shit. Do you be going to, like, he didn't say third world countries, but you know what I'm saying? He was saying some shit like that. I was like, girl, no. Like, what What are you getting at? He said, well, you don't have tuberculosis, but you have, like, he didn't say the bacteria. I don't know really what it is anymore. It's been so long, but it's basically, like, the bacteria or something that, if you don't treat it, will turn into tuberculosis. And I was like, me, not even know what the fuck tuberculosis is. I said, all right, cool, just give me a pill. Let's just, I gotta go, you know? Like, I'm just like, girl, boo. Like, let's keep it pumping, you know? And so he was like, Solomon, this is very serious. But the more I think about it, I just feel like living in New York, like, you be on trains, you be around crowded folks all the time. Like, maybe I got the thing from them. He was like, do you live in a, in a home with an asbestos? I said, no, like... I literally live in a brand new building. Like, it's only one person has lived in this bitch before me. Like, girl, boo. Anyways, long story short. So, I he was like, well, you have to be on this medication for nine months. And I said, girl, what? He said, yeah, you need to take this. I don't know if I was taking it every... I don't know. Yeah, I was taking it every day. He said, you got to take this for nine months. I said, you are, there ain't no shot I could take. There ain't no, like, little Z-pack something, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there got to be another option. Like, what are the rich, I was like, what do the rich people do? He was like, no, bitch, this is what you have to do. There is no other option. I was like, girl. So, needless to say, I was on this medication, but one of the stipulations on being on that medication was you cannot fucking drink. And I was like, hmm, Okay. So I didn't drink for like nine months. Um, bitch, I got skinny. I was also working out boots. Okay. But I was get and I was also eating really good and I had like a trainer and stuff like that. But bitch, if I I, I don't like posting these photos because I thought I was really eating it back then, but I really feel like I look at them now, I'm like, you're ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like you're ugly. Um, because I was really skinny. Like I was like a hundred and like 40 pounds, which to some guys seems cunt. But like, to me, I don't, I don't want to be 140 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like that don't. And, but then I got all the way down to 4% body fat. Bitch, I was ugly. Like, it's like, I'm not trying to like skinny shame the girls or body shame. What I don't know what the, what the skinny girls be calling it, but it's not my journey. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was cunt back then. I was like, bitch, I'm eating. No, bitch. That's not cute. Like, you look like a fucking skeleton. Like, when I look at these... Like, I don't... There, I went to India with my cousin. I want to say that spring or something like that. I don't remember. Um, And we have these beautiful photos. And I'm just like, I don't even want to ever post those again. Because I was so skinny and so ugly. Like, I thought it was beautiful back then. And honestly, all the niggas was really on me. But... I mean, when are they not? But you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, when are they not? But I'm just, I just felt really fucking ugly. Like, I, I didn't feel it ugly then, but I just look back. I'm like, girl, you, what the fuck? You know? 
So needless to say, I wasn't drinking. I was, but that was really what helped me was not drinking. And, but you know, what's crazy. I look back and I still went out. I still did things. And like, I remember, like, I remember even telling, I, I know I told my friend William too. And then I told my friend Ashley and my friend Marshall at the time. Like, I was like, I just cannot drink. Like, I'm, and they knew. So we would still go out. But I don't know what how I how I went out on social without drinking because being in especially a city like New York, not drinking in a city like this is is wild. And I don't know, there's actually a book about it that I've been actually wanting to read, but I'm like, how do you do it? Like, how do you even go to dinner? You know, and without having a glass of wine or, you know, I just I don't know. But um, I did it. Clearly, I did it back in 2015. And I lost so much weight. I remember I, so one of my off and on again insecurities is like my chubby cheeks and um, my butt. So when, when you're at like 4% body fat, bitch, like, like when you're 4% body fat, there's no there's no fat on your body. So part of being part of body fat is not just like on your body. Like allegedly there's like fat around your organs, I guess, or like there's fat all over your body or, or even inside your body. But um anyways, so when you're 4% body fit, you ain't got nothing, bitch. You just skin and fucking bones. Bitch, I remember I was looking at my little booty. I was like, "Oh my god, like it was just skin, honey. It was so ugly." It was so ugly. And so, listen, this is so gross. So, when I went through puberty, um, that's when my legs got bigger, my butt got bigger. And so, I have stretch marks on my butt, right? So, boom. So, let me tell you how ugly this is. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm talking about this. So, when I got lost all that weight, so my butt got smaller. But imagine, like, loose skin and, like, stretch marks girl <laughs> bitch i just was really i don't even know why i thought i was really that girl i was just ugh, disgusting um but i mean it wasn't that loose because i still got muscle you know but it was like ain't no fat so it was there is no jiggle no wiggle bitch there was no twerk there was no clap bitch so but bitch let me tell you something i gained all that like during when was it? During the pandemic when I was just cooking and cooking and cooking on Snapchat and just eating and eating and eating. I gained 20 pounds, bitch. 20 fucking pounds. Bitch, my ass was fat as fuck, bitch. It was clapping, bitch. And I was like, this is wild. This is... but My stomach was fat, too. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Let me just say this. This is so fucking hateful, but... You know when the girls be like, bitch, I got a fat ass. I got a big ass. I got a big ass. I got a... Yeah, but also your waist is huge too, girl. Like, I mean, you know, like, I'm not trying to really give it off like that. But it's like, stop giving that off, bitch. Like, yes, all of you is big, bitch. Just because you got a bit... Like, just because you wide don't mean you got a... Like, you know what I'm saying? That's horrible. I should have never said that. But whatever. I'm not deleting it. Um, So, yeah. Needless to say, I lost a bunch of weight. And... Yeah, it was, I just didn't drink for nine months. And I want to say I had to be on the medication for an extra month, I believe. 
um, until it like the like whatever the fuck it was that was in my lungs was completely gone. I was like, girl, this is so like, like nasty. You know what I'm saying? And then telling people like, bitch, I got the shit that causes um, tuberculosis. Like, you just look like a nasty bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, you ain't got no that. Like, where was you growing up, bitch? And then, no, literally, my doctor was like, did you grow up in Mexico? I said, no, I grew up here. <laughs> I don't even speak Spanish. Just kidding. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I'm really trying to... I need to figure out how I'm going to do this. I'm not going to get through summer without drinking. It's not going to happen. Unless I just start staying home more. But I have a friend, and she doesn't drink anymore like she doesn't drink much like if very rarely she'll have like one drink or like do mock cocktails and honestly you know what i think it is i just have like i don't know if this is the correct term but i feel like i have like an oral fixation almost like i love like chewing on things i love like toothpicks i love putting things in my mouth but um no homo, but, like, I just don't really, like, I just like to drink things. Like, I like juices. I just always want to be drinking something. Like, I'm always putting something in my mouth. Like, I want to eat something, chew on something, drink something. So, when I'm out and about and I'm twirling, I don't realize, like, the time going by. Like, I always have to just be sipping something. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not about, like, it's never about I need to get drunk. It's never that. It's never, like, oh, I need a escape reality or whatever people drink for other reasons it's literally because i like to sip on stuff like literally when i do this fucking podcast i'm this this is my tea and this is my bottle of water like i always have something that i'm sipping on so i think maybe i could do like mocktails or just stuff like that and get through with it get and and give up drinking or may you know, but it but it's I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, I'll just have one drink, and it's like, what's the point? Just don't drink, and I can. So when I woke up, I went to bed early um, in Fire Island on Saturday. Woke up on Sunday, and the person at the hotel was giving out Trulies. So we had all these Trulies, and like we had I had like this big ass bottle of Hennessy still, and like all this tequila and shit like that. I was like, bitch, I don't want it. I went to the beach, relaxed, had me a coffee. It was just, I didn't want to drink. I didn't. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I know this is, I said this on the podcast before. I don't care about the healthy stuff. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, when I gave up smoking, I wasn't like, ooh, I'm trying to like, preserve my lungs i didn't give a fuck about that it was literally for like my skin and i didn't want to look aged you know what i'm saying so when it comes to like stop drinking it's not about like oh my liver or health reasons or more energy i don't give a fuck about that i just want to make sure that my skin is vibrant and honestly as i get older um and the fact that, like, yes, I'm half black, so blacks don't crack. But not all. Hold on, hold on. Some black be cracking. I just want to put that out there. Not a lot. Not a lot. If you put 100 black people in a room that are over the age of 60, I would say eight of them have cracked. 
eight of them have cracked. So that's a really good ratio. So black, when the girls will be like, oh, black don't crack. Sometimes they do, because I've seen it. Um, but the fact that my Mexican side is like white Mexican, from my understanding, that scares me. You know what I'm saying? If it was like native Mexican, I'd be like, I got this shit, bitch. I got it. I'm good. I'm Gucci. But the fact that it's like white Mexican, it's like, that be cracking. It's, that's, you know, you got that Spaniard shit coming through and them European jeans and bitch. I'm scared. Okay. I'm very nervous and I'm very scared. And I can already start seeing some of the symptoms. So... You know, I just got to take care of myself. And I just think maybe if I give up drinking, that could help. But then it's just like, also, I just want to not. I also just don't really want to be out no more. I say that, but maybe in like two weeks, I'll be like, girl, boo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm supposed to go to Atlanta on September 1st for Labor Day. And thank God. I I'm a diamond medallion with Delta, so I can always cancel my flights whenever I want. But I do want to go, but I'm just like, I, I'm i really partied out. You know, I'm really like partied out and I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> um, also, I'm supposed to be going to see Cristiano Olal September 19th in San Diego. And I know when we go, we're going to go twirl in Tijuana afterwards. And so it's like, damn, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get away from the twirls. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm going to be with my friends in San Diego. And then motherfuckers drink you down to the ground, bitch. They be drinking down to the ground. And I'm just like, I don't, like, I'm going to go. Maybe if I can just get through the Cristiano Nadal concert. If I can get through Labor Day in Atlanta. Um... And then that's it. I think I'm 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 done. But I think I can still. I'm still gonna drink. But I think I'm gonna. I don't know. I feel like you either have to say yes or say no. And maybe I'll just drink on very special occasions. And if I do, it's gonna be champagne. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what Kim Kardashian did for so long. She was like, I'll just have a couple sips of champagne. But that that's really gonna be it. So we shall see, bitch. What do y'all think? Send me, like, questions. Like, if y'all are, like, the same, like, it, I'm not doing it for, like, any other reasons. Literally, it's just for, like, beauty purposes. And that's it. Because, like, some of the girls, my friends and stuff back in San Diego, they be like, girl, you go out all the time. I'm like, first off, let me, let me just, I'm not trying to be nasty, but let me just tell you something. I'm 35. I ain't got no kids. I ain't married. I have a lot of money. I make my own money. I am my own boss. I ain't got no debt. I don't owe nobody one red cent. My rents, my bills, everything's paid for. I don't owe one red cent to not name person on this planet. So if anybody's able to go out, it's the doll. You know what I'm saying? It's really me. If I, bitch, I'm, I'm actually the candidate who can go out every single day. And be and and be allowed. Y'all gotta go to work. Y'all gotta pay your bills. Y'all gotta be doing things. Y'all have kids and y'all y'all got a lot going on. Y'all have things. You have obligations. I don't. That's not my lifestyle. 
so I can go out. So the girls be like, oh, you go out. Bitch, get out of my face. I do, but still. Um. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I am going to try to get through this weekend and then try to get through next weekend and then it's going to be Atlanta. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'm going to slow it down. Maybe I could just, no, I need to figure out the, do you know what I need to do? I need to figure out the rules, the boundaries. You know, like, do I only drink when I'm at dinner and only have wine? And then I only drink during celebrations and like big moments and have champagne? Like, maybe that should be the rules, right? That should really be the rule. I think that should be the rule. Yeah. I think that's a really, that's a good rule. Yeah, I think that's really going to be, I'm thinking I'm, gonna, I'm just going to drink max of two glasses of wine at dinner. I know some of y'all who don't be drinking be like, bitch, you drink more than two? Yes, bitch. I be eating too. I order the damn near the whole damn menu. I be, I'm a glutton. I like to overindulge, bitch. But I think if I do a max, no, 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 no. This is going to be the rule. This is going to be the rule. This is going to be the rule. One glass of wine with while I'm at dinner. Not dinner at home, dinner out. Okay? That's the rule. One glass of wine, and I hope they pour a big glass. Because sometimes they be really measuring it, and they be like, blue. There's just, you know, a little four ounces. Bitch, I want no four ounce gal- glass of motherfucking wine, bitch. Ten ounces. Fill this motherfucker up, you know, three quarters of the way. <laughs> um, Yeah, so I think it's that's going to be the rule. This is the rule. Okay, I'm learning as I go. Okay, I can only have one glass of wine while I'm at a restaurant. And the other stipulation is I can only drink champagne or maybe wine, one glass in a celebratory setting. It has to be like a real celebratory setting. Not like, not like, oh, I'm celebrating my birthday. That's not an excuse for me. That's, no, that should be, no. No, I can't be celebrating people because everybody, it's everybody's birthday every other day. So I can't do that. No. So it's not birthdays. What's well, a celebratory reason? Um, weddings, which I don't like to go to. Um, so that's no problem. Um, I will go, I will drink during my godson's christening in December. Um, I have one glass of wine or champagne, maybe two. Let me, I'll do, I'll do two. Um, cause I know we're going to be doing too much, bitch. It's going to be too turned. Um, and then like for like New Year's. So I think I can split up New Year's. New Year's. <laughs> I'm me over here trying to find stipulations to my own rules. New Year's, I can have a glass of wine with my dinner and then a, a, a champagne toast. Okay, so I could do that. What's another little celebratory moment? Um, I don't know, bitch. Um, maybe if, uh, for my parents' birthdays, I will. But my parents don't drink, so that's fine. I think I'm in the clear. I think this is it. Okay, this is great. I'm not going to drink. I've really, I'm really never drinking again. Okay. What else? What else? What else? That's really about it. And moving right along. 
Girl, I was, let me read this thing. I just saw this stuff today about T.I. punching this dude from the Chainsmokers or whatever. What's his name? Drew Tagart. He punched him. So I guess they was out twirling. And I don't know what they was twirling on, but I guess they was having a good night. And then for some reason, the Drew kid from the Chainsmokers, I think he gay. He, le- he like leaned in. And gave T.I. a kiss on the cheek or something like that. And then T.I. like punched him in the face. And both of them was like, and then they both went on like their Instagram was like, yeah, that's what happened. And like Drew's like kind of laughing about it. He was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then T.I.'s just like, you know, I'm not into that. Don't be doing shit like that. Let me tell you something. Clifford would have been decked right in his motherfucking snout. He would have been fucking decked. And I like... Hand to fucking God. That motherfucker would have been decked. First off, T.I. only did about a buck fifty. So, and he's only maybe a buck fifty-five wet. He's five eight, probably shorter, because motherfuckers like to lie. If T.I., let me tell you something. You know, like sometimes when you out and about, it is very common for the girls, especially when you're in Europe, they will definitely give you a kiss on the cheek. And not like tongue you down and like not fill you up in your booty and you know put your put a finger up your booty hole and nothing like that it's literally like you when you leave you give somebody a hug sometimes you give them a, kiss, a little peck on the cheek it ain't even really nothing sometimes you don't you just put your cheek to another cheek and you just hit like that and then keep it pushing let me tell you something i'm gonna do that to whenever i want to however i want to whenever i want to and if anybody do some shit like that, I swear to fucking God, this is the problem. This is really the problem because the girls be like, you know, violence don't solve. Violence do solve things. It really does. Violence solves things. I don't know who the fuck y'all listening to. I don't know fucking Ayanla, all that kumbaya bullshit that y'all be listening to. None of that. Violence solves things. Because it lets a motherfucker know where you at. Like T.I. He was like, I'm not, I don't like that. So he punched that Drew kid. All right. So T.I. was like, don't do that shit again. But bitch, Solomon would have punched him right the fuck back and be like, no, nigga, you don't do that shit. I don't know why the girls are not being violent no more. Like, why are the girls not trying to be physical? That is wild to fucking me. It's not like, it's not like the motherfucker is Evander Holyfield, bitch. He's Clifford. Clifford, 155 pounds, bitch, 5'8", twig, skin, and bones, he would have been decked, he would have been actually probably knocked the fuck out, actually, honestly, knowing my temper, I would have grabbed a bottle somewhere and then cracked it over his motherfucking dome, and then I'd probably be sitting in Atlanta jail, but still, you know what I'm saying, the fuck, T.I. is wild for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the girls, like, let me see if this Drew kid is gay. Because I don't want to, I feel like he is gay. Because I think, didn't he come out? Drew, well, I don't know that child. Chain smoker. Gay. Let me see. Gay. Is that nigga gay? Um, A lot of people know Drew. Published reports he's currently dating model mayor. Oh, bitch, he ain't. (laughs) Not me. Um, Not me saying he gay. This makes it even wilder, actually. Confirmed relationship. Bitch, he ain't. He's straight. Okay. 
why did I think he was gay? It's one of them, like, DJ, white DJs that came out gay. Bitch, he's a whole straight man. And then T.I., bitch. <sighs> straight people ain't straightened no more. They are really not straightening no more. I need the straight people to act straight again, please. That's really my, that's really honestly, I think my biggest dilemma right now is like, I don't want the straight men to be wearing no dangly earrings. And I don't want you wearing no damn nail polish and no varnish, bitch. I don't give a fuck about no <laughs> It's like, stop that shit. <laughs> I just want you to go back to being straight. Shit. Because you want to know the really upsetting part about it all? Is like, especially my straight male friends, they be dressing nice. And they be smelling good. And they be getting fresh haircuts. And they be having manicures. And they be, like, looking presentable. And looking nice. And got great style and everything. It's the gay niggas I know who be looking like trash. That's really the wild thing. I'm like, you bitches are supposed to be the epitome of style. Y'all look like fucking clowns. (laughs) I'm really, actually, I think once the summer's over. I was saying this yesterday. Once the summer's over... I'm going to go back into my homophobia phase. I think I'm going to go back to homophobic Solomon and just be very anti-gay because I'm the more I stay in the gay, <laughs> the more I actually don't like them. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's what it, it's... But you know what? It's not no self-hate because I love myself. I really do. I think I'm fly. <laughs> I really do. I think I'm fly, bitch. <laughs> No, for real. I really fucking think I'm, I'm, a fly, I'm a fly mother. I'm really fly. But it's like the gays, I just really, I'm starting to really hate them. I really do. Like, I'm really starting to sympathize and understand Azealia Banks. Like, we love the gays, but it's like, oh, y'all get on my nerves. Y'all really get on my nerves. But it's wild, though, because like the straight guys are really a different breed now. They're really kind of like elevating. They're really like, going to the next level meanwhile the gaze is like looking raggedy and run down and ran through and washed they're looking washed it's really giving it's really giving tide it's not even really giving tide it's giving game that's the type of wash it's giving game actually it's not even really giving gain it's giving Dollar Tree detergent and not even the liquid detergent. It's giving like the powder detergent. That's how washed the gays now are. They're not really those girls. I used to think like, oh, they're so lit. Like they got all the style. They got all the every like all the swag. No, bitch. They really don't. Like the girls be looking a motherfucking fool. So I said something like a while ago. I was like, you know, the gays, whenever, there's never been one gay wedding I've seen where I'm like, this looks nice. Everybody in some weird shit, like, just doing weird shit. Like, I'm really homophobic. I need to really turn this mic off. But it's like, why can't y'all just be in nice tuxedos? Why the fuck the back of the tuxedo turns into a train? You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, like, 
why are you doing reveals on your wedding? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you... Like, it's just like, why are you doing... Just Don't you want, like, a classic look? You know, like, if I were to ever have a... Uh, if I would ever get married... And I've said this a million and one times. I would literally... I don't think I would be clean shit. I don't know. I think I would want... I don't know. Depends on how chubby my face looks. If I'm not, if I'm chiseled and, like, I look nice, then I'll be clean shaven. But I probably won't. Um, I would just literally do my typical Solomon hair, part on the side, swoop to the side, bitch, shellacked and beautiful, like, regular handsome hair, and a really sickening black and white, like, not a tux, because, no, I wouldn't put a tux on, but, like, a very nice black suit, super tailored and very cunt, and a white t-shirt, I mean, a white shirt, and a black tie, maybe a bow tie, honestly, just to keep it very classic and chic. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of jewels, not a lot of, none of that shit, very classic and fucking chic. So that when I take photos, the photos are going to look beautiful on that day. When you look at them in 10 years, I'm going to still look handsome. When you look at them in 20 years, I'm going to look handsome. In 30 years and 40 years. And when I'm dead and gone, and God forbid, not God forbid, but God forbid I have grandkids and other people who look in there be like, Solomon looked handsome and looked classic. And that's going to be a timeless thing. The girl's over here doing all this fucking buffoonery and looking crazy. And it's like, you know what? That's fine. That's your day. That's whatever. You know, who am I to judge? Who am I to judge? I judge all day long. I hate when a motherfucker be like, oh, I don't really need to be judging. Girl, shut the fuck up. I dated this one dude back in March, April. I don't know. He was like, I don't judge people. I don't. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Everybody judges. It's just you don't be saying shit out loud. Everybody fucking judges. Get the fuck on. So I would want it to be very classic and cunt and just very chic. You know, so whenever I see some of these gay weddings, it's just like, why are you, why are you wearing this costume? Why is Disney characters popping up out of nowhere, bitch? Like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, this looks like an insane asylum, you know, got together and had like a fucking parade. You know, like, it's wild. So, I don't know. I'm just... I mean, being gay is not a choice, clearly. this is. I was born like this, but I'm just like, I don't even want to be gay no more. I really hate fags. I really do. God hates fags, but Sol- Solomon Ray kind of might hate fags, too. Like, honestly, I'm just really getting over the faggotry, and I'm just... I don't think I want to partake anymore. I think once the summer's over, I don't think I'm going to want to... I don't want that for me. <laughs> I don't. Like, it was... So, I went out with uh, my straight friends a couple weeks ago, and I was like, damn, everybody looked nice and presentable. Every time you hug somebody, everybody smell good. You know what I'm saying? Like, breath smell good. It's just... It's a different, but everybody wear lotion. You know, like, it's different. I hate the gays. They just be looking raggedy. But let me just stop dragging the gays because before somebody come for my gay ass. Um, what was I even talking about? T.I., that is crazy, the fact that he really punched this dude in the face over a motherfucking kiss on the cheek. Imagine how fragile you are where you really think, like, 
I really have to defend my masculinity and I'm going to have to punch you in the face. You could have just pulled him to the side. You could have checked the fuck out of him and been like, you know what? Don't you ever pull that shit again. And then kept pushing. Punching somebody in the face. See, this is one thing I don't like. This is actually one thing I really fucking do not like. I hate when somebody do shit like that because they know the other person's not going to retaliate. Do that shit with Rick Ross. I know you won't do that shit with Kanye. Do do I know you I, I know you won't do that shit with none of your producers. But you're gonna do it with this like scrawny little white dude. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate when a motherfucker does shit like that. I hate it. That's almost like when Nicki Minaj was checking Miley. You checking Hannah Montana? Hannah Montana? <laughs> what? Get out of here. Like, I hate stuff like that, but we'll see. I guess nobody pressed charges. It was just what it is, what it was. It is what it is. Um, but I know good and goddamn well. My my I, my fucking reflexes would have decked Clifford right the fucking his motherfucking nose. Ooh, I would have bumped him up, bitch. Um, there's no other topics. Well, let's just get into the next segment, which is listener letters and moving right along all right so now on to a listener letters if you want to write into the show send in your email question to ask at the solomon ray podcast.com this week we have a letter damn this shit is long oh my lord hold on let me get my glasses lord have mercy okay let me get into this i've been needing to change my prescription because i don't even think these motherfuckers work no more i still be squinting okay so let me put my glasses on okay i can see now am i recording yes Hi, Solomon. Love you and hope you're doing well. Basically, I've been with this guy since about January and everything was great. Great sex, tons of jokes and laughter, called each other our twin flame and everything. Lately, I just have been feeling like he's given me he's given me my place and really treating me like wait, what? Lately, I just haven't been feeling like he's given me my place and really treating me like his girlfriend. I would tell him that I feel that he's talking to someone else and doesn't want to be with me and that he's acting funny. He'll say that I'm tripping and that he's just been going through personal family issues. But I feel like he says this to victimize himself and kind of flip the issue to him being upset with me. Somehow this conversation turned into him talking about things I've told him that I've done in the past and how I've done things he can't, he quote unquote, can't shake. That is so goofy. Long story short, he said that maybe we should give it a few days and revisit the issue and see where our heads, girl, heads are at and that I, quote, know where his head and heart are and that it's, quote, not debatable. I really do miss and love him. Haven't spoken to him since last night, LOL. But I do feel that I need someone who cherishes me and treats me like a queen, which I'm not getting from him. I'm beautiful, funny as hell, smart, family woman, can cook extremely well, and I'm bomb as fucking bad. I feel that when we do speak again, soon he gonna tell me that he's been thinking and that we shouldn't be together. Because he did me, he did 
Because how did me saying he's not treating me properly turn to him saying we need to give ourselves a few days? I'm sorry. I have trust issues and it's something I try to work on, but it doesn't go away overnight, obviously. All I need to know is what the fuck do I do or do I have any advice? I know for a fact I do not deserve to be feeling this way. Thank you, XOXO. Lost. Let me tell you something, Lost. Actually, I don't really know what to tell you. Hmm, let me think. Um, You know what's crazy? But I, here's the thing. I feel like, guys, we will, like... See, me, I'm a straight shooter. And I've learned uh, in the relationship world, uh, being a straight shooter, it's like... I was in this relationship with this one dude and I would literally be like, I don't want to do this. I don't like it when you do this. Like, I would be like, I don't want a relationship. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. Like, I don't want to come see you today. I don't want you to call me past these hours. Like, I was very like, doom, 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 doom. And what he do? Why did I really think you really meant it like that? What the fuck? I literally just spelled it out and it would drive me even more up the wall. I'm like, bro, like, you're doing the exact opposite that I'm telling you to do. And like, you're not listening to me. And I'm a straight shooter. Like, I, you know, like, there's nothing for me to gain or lose. I'm going to tell you like it is. I've always been like that. Then, and then I've learned every time I'm a straight shooter, it's like, well, I just didn't really think you meant it like that. So I didn't really, they don't ever believe me. So I feel like I'm now in a place where I just got to lie to just keep people happy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And spare their feelings. So sometimes, which most guys do, okay? I'm not like most guys. I will sh give it to you straight up. But most guys, and I'm starting to become that guy, I will just say things to pacify you and just be like, oh, and then I'll just put it on me just to, like, not go down the road of some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just be like, yeah, it was my fault. Just kidding. You know? Because then that's then the conversation ends there. You know what I'm saying? If I say, oh, yeah, I did it. Sorry. You can't really retaliate. There's no, like, back and forth. It just ends right there. And all I want to do is end the conversation. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to end it by any fucking means necessary. If it mean, if it mean, I don't know, uh, giving me the blame on everything, I, I'll take the blame. If it's going to end this conversation, yeah, I'm done because I don't want to talk. That's really how guys be doing sometimes. They'll be like, girl, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So, sometimes when it be like, I feel like you're ignoring me and because sometimes guys have a very hard way of like straight up saying they're not that into you or they're kind of not into you as much anymore. So, sometimes they'd be like, oh, I'm just going through some things and I ain't going through shit. Like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm not trying to, like, make you sad and depressed or nothing like that. I'm just giving you my perspective on, like, how guys think and how I be thinking. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going through some shit. You know? And and, and then I'm going to eventually ghost you. Ooh, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, that's just really how I am. And I, I got to grow up. And I got to go therapy and figure that stuff out. Which I never will. But, you know. Um... So that could be one thing. Maybe he is going through some shit. Maybe he does need some time. And maybe, I mean, I'm just trying to be devil's advocate. Maybe you are just, I don't want to say bugging him, but maybe you just doing, like, you just too, 
on him or like around him. So we're like, sometimes people do need their space. They might need to take it some time to figure out like the personal shit that they're going through. But honestly, I don't take that as an excuse because if you like, I'm trash. If you tell me like, I'm going through some stuff. I just need to take some time to myself. You're a weak ass bitch. Okay. You're a weak ass bitch. You don't need to take no time to figure on nothing out. You don't. I hate when, like, I get it. I know the girls be like, you know, balance of life and and work and balance of everything, taking time for yourself and all this other bullshit. And I know the girls be going to all these retreats and, like, got to go hike in the mountains and go go turn their phones off for three days. And just, I got to get away from everything. And I have to just, you know, get my mind straight. You're a weak bitch. You're a weak-ass bitch. Only a motherfucker, which ain't too many of us, people who are, like, strong-minded and, like, got their shit on straight, like, they're going to be like, you know what? I'm going through this. Or I'm, I'm really going through this. But, you know, I'm going to still, like, be able to get through day-to-day shit like real bitches do. A real bitch still going to have to go to work. A real bitch still going to have to, like, pay her bills. A real bitch still going to have to put gas in her motherfucking tank, take them kids to the schools. You know what I'm saying? Get their homeworks and stuff done. Do the laundry. A real bitch do all these things and still got to figure out her emotions and, and get through it. That's what real bitches do. So when men be like, oh, I just need to, I got to figure this stuff out. I just need to take a couple of days to myself. No, you don't. Just say you're a weak bitch and move on. And he's giving weak bitch vibes. You need to take a, a couple of days to figure the fuck you mean. What are you figuring out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, figure it out right now. Or either just go through life and, I mean, keep going through the days and go through every day like we normally is going. And then, like, in the interim, be like, I'm starting to figure it out as I go along. You don't need no no to unplug nothing. You don't need to go no fucking cabin, bitch. You don't need to go to no fucking retreat, none of that shit. You don't need to take the boat out and go sit up on the boat. Or You don't got to do none of that shit. Be, grow the fuck up and just say it like it is and just be like, I'm figure it out. It's giving weak bitch vibes. And honestly, he got to go. And, you know, the thing is, you're right. Because something in your le- your thing you said, I want, what does it say? You said, um, I want someone who tra- cherishes me and treats me like a queen. Bitch, me the fuck too. Me the fuck too. I want someone who just really, that's why I want me a Mexican man. A chubby Mexican man because he's going to cherish me. And literally kiss the ground that I walk on. Bitch, have you ever seen Coming to America? It's going to give that. The royal penis is clean. (laughs) It's really going to give that. That's why I really want me a chubby Mexican. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, but for real. Um, I want that too. I want to be cherished. And I don't. I went on a date with this dude. Oh, my God. And it wasn't like it seemed like promising, and it was just like you're a dub. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not giving the ooh ah ah. Like you're not, you're not, you're not giving nothing off. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to. And he was like, "You're really beautiful. You're really this. That's fine, but I want you to treat me like I'm that girl, uh. You know what I'm saying? Like roll out the motherfucking shit for me. I should never have to. Let me tell you something. And I'm not trying to boost myself up. I'm really not trying to give off that. But I don't, I should never have to reach in my motherfucking wallet and pull out my card on the first day if 
if that's the type, you know what I'm saying? I should never have to do that. I will because I can. But also, he was older than me, like by like 20 years or so. So if you're 20 something years older than me, I should never pay for anything on the first day. Expect I should never pay for anything, period. But I shouldn't have to pay for anything on the first day. And you should be wanting to wow me. You should be, you know what I'm saying? You've you've gotten to know me. Not me going on a tangent. You gotten to know me. We've been on the phones, texting and stuff like that, calling each other, all that shit. You know the type of shit I do. You know the type of money I'm making. You know the type of shit I got. You know what I'm saying? You should know I'm not these other regular, regular bitches that's in the same age range as me. You should know that. So, bitch, you should have been rolling it out for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not a regular bitch. I'm not a regular bitch who's going to split the bill. You're not splitting shit with me. You split a bill with me, I'm out. I'm outro. If I put my car down, you should take the be like, no, and hand me the car back. Actually, what you should have done is you should have paid the bill before they even reached. It's the, the bill should have never reached. But that's like, that's, I think, my dilemma right now is I have to date one of two motherfuckers. One, I have, let me get upset. Now be going. Now be turning this letter into me. Um, I have to date somebody who's going to either be a chubby Mexican and going to cherish me and love me down, or be rich who's going to cherish me and love me down. You know what I'm saying? Those are the two options that I, I can. I'm really starting to realize I can only do because ultimately I need to be cherished and like and like you need to be enamored with me. You know, like, I'm not trying to, again, toot my own horn, but mad niggas is already enamored with me. What about you? You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be a little bit, like, more special. You need to be a little bit more ooh, 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 ah, 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 ah. That shit might work with these regular bitches. That's fine. I'm not that girl. So you need to cherish me. And you need to be, like, all up on me, like, white on rice. That's why I really need me a white, uh, uh, not a white man, um, Lord, a chubby Mexican. I really fucking do. Because, bitch, and I love the fact that I say a chubby, and y'all know, y'all Mexicans, especially y'all Mexican women, y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. When I say these chubby Mexicans will love you down to the ground. Ooh. I was going to say something really problematic. No, I'm not going to say it because I'm really trying to be a better person. Um, Girl, let him go. Let him go. And honestly, you could text his ass back and be like, girl, it's not working. I got to move on. And let him go because this seems goofy. And he, he ain't talking to me like, you don't need no time. Like, man up. Okay. Man the fuck up. Say what you got to say. Do what you got to do. Handle your business. And that's it. And... Yeah, maybe he's just not that into you anymore. And that's fine, because motherfuckers, like, you be enamored with somebody. And, like, then you could just fall out of it. And one thing I've learned about men, and somebody said this, like, a month or two ago. And it really resonated with me. They were like women will learn to like love you like they will date you and go you, you and they'll start to like fall in love men make the conscious decision of like you're mine this is the one you're the one i'm gonna love 
and it's instant. Like you know, they know right then and there. So it's not like, oh, I had to learn to love you. I had to work on it. Men, like from what I've read, and this is also just straight couples, I guess, they, men will just ma- finally make the decision. They'll be like, nope, this is the one. This is the one. That's it. Whereas like, you know, sometimes women, it's like, you got to take your time. You got to take your time. We, we They grow and grow and grow to like learn to love somebody. Where men, it's like, they don't automatically love you. It's just a decision of like, this is the one and this is what I want. And when they make the decision, it'd be a different story. And I got to say, I believe that's to be at least 80% true when guys. I would say 80% true. I mean, I don't think clearly there's an exception to everything, but I would imagine it to be true. Um, Anyways, girl, give us an update because... I just can't wait to read your update of you got rid of him and dumped him and threw him his ass to the curb. Um, But yeah, moving right along. All right. So we have another letter in all caps. Capricorns help. (laughs) Hey, girl, I just want to say I love your humor, especially when you're like, damn, I'm a horrible person after saying something shady because honestly, sames. Any whore... (laughs) What's the tea with Capricorns? I'm an Aries, and I've been talking to a Capricorn for a while now. He is a very down-to-earth and sweet, but I don't know much about the girls. How would you describe your personality traits? I know you say y'all toxic, so I'm like, hmm, word. (laughs) He's an extrovert. He's not the type to stay inside. He's very outdoorsy, not very materialistic. He can pretty much talk to anyone and loves socializing and meeting new people. What is the tea? Um, no, I'm on the fence, but I've never really fucked with Capricorns. The one I did fuck with has been my sugar daddy on the low, but he is mad annoying and weird, <laughs> always bugging me. He's definitely a people person, though, and very honest, just mad annoying. I'm not trying to settle or nothing because fuck relationships, honestly, but he is a potential candidate. My girls would be mad disappointed, though, because I entertain them with all these fools I deal with all the time. Anyways, I love you, babe. You give me the confidence I need. Meow, girl. I hope my grandma was good enough for you. LOL, Angelica. Okay, so, Angelica, I, I will say... Every Capricorn is different, but I will say we're very, like, we're very, I don't want to say studious, but we're, we're very cerebral and very, like, strategic, but not, like, in a manipulative, like, it can be, bitch, it can be manipulative, but it's, like, not in a manipulative, we're just very strategic and we're very, like, we never want to waste our time. We don't want to do things that are pointless, you know, because we always, in our, like, we build our whole worlds around a goal that we want. And Capricorns, if you give a Capricorn a goal, we're going, by betcha by golly wow, bitch, we will get it the fuck done. But it has to normally be, like, a personal goal. You know what I'm saying? It's not, like, a group goal. Like, I mean, if it was, like, a work-type goal or whatever it's one thing we want to be the best but we don't really care but if it's like a like a personal goal like this is what i want to achieve in my career like this is where i seem like we are also you know like some people like oh this is where i see myself in five years or 10 years capricorns are this is where we see ourselves in 50 years i swear to god like that. 
I hope my friend Tia is listening because I know she's going to be like, bitch, exactly. This, like, we don't look at our, like, we will have, like, short-term goals, like, small goals, of course. But the small-term goals all correlate to the long-term goal. And the long-term goal is always, like, this is where we see ourselves in 50 years. Like, that, like, dead ass, like, that's how we, that's how we prioritize everything. So, dating a Capricorn is, I think, great. We're very, like, straightforward, which, you know, we have no problems dealing with communication. We have no problems saying things how they are. We do have a lot of confidence. But um, not, like, overbearing confidence, ex- you know, exception to me. But, um, you know we will definitely just say things like they are. And so I think it's nice to date like Capricorns because we be like, bitch, this is what it is. And we are also very reasonable too. One thing about Capricorns too is we are the first to apologize. We are the first to apologize. Like we're very in our head and we're like, we're the first person to be like, bitch, I fucked up. I did some wild shit. And be like dead ass be the first to apologize. And like, cause we don't want to be the second to apologize. We want to be the first. And we're the first ones to, like, own up to it. We're also very, like, self-assured. Like, we'll be, like, gr- we're always grounded in reality. It's an earth sign. So, like, we're always grounded in, like, what's real. So, even if there's, like, a disagreement with someone, you know, sometimes when, I don't want to say when you're arguing, but when you're having a disagreement, sometimes the other party likes to get a little more colorful and a little bit more outlandish and, you know, think of, like, hypothetical situations and all this other shit that's not happening. Capricorns will grind it right the fuck back down and be like, this, this, that's not even real. Let's talk about what actually, let's talk about the facts. So... That is very hard to deal with some people because some people are very colorful and very, um, very figurative when it comes to their communication. Whereas Capricorns are very straight to the point. Like, okay, you're you're veering off course. Ain't nobody talking about that. Let's get right back to the topic at hand. Okay, back to the topic at hand. And so some people don't like that. But I think it's great because we're great communicators. Um, we're also very loyal we're very loyal so like if you if you've like we will just we we want people around us that that's we're gonna stick with you know what i'm saying so we don't really want to waste our time with anybody who we are like "Mm, it's a throwaway that's not but if you are a throwaway we'll treat you like a throwaway like if you're not gonna be like a friend or somebody that that's gonna be with me to the end to the 50 year year mark then you'll be a throwaway and we'll treat you like that. But if I see you as like, nah, I see this person being in my 50 years, then we loyal as fuck. Um, Also, it is very widely known and I'm, I'm just, okay, that we're very like, hmm, we're very like, which bitch, okay. (laughs) We're very... Like, I don't want to say prudish, but we're very, like, I don't know how to put, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Not modest, but we're not, not a lot of Capricorns are very super out there sexually or like just, you know, like that. But behind closed doors, freaky deaky. Not like too freaky deaky, not like 
crazy, weird shit for you to you, but like we're very like connected, like emotion, like I'm not emotionally, but like when a Capricorn has sex, it's there's a like there's a connection. You, we won't need to have like whips and chains and handcuffs and all this other weird shit and like circus shit going on, but we we zone in and we get like a good connection, or either we won't really have sex. You know what I'm saying? So like, or even if we do, if even if it's casual sex, we make us like it, like that person is our everything, just for that moment. You know what I'm saying? And I've read this over the years that that is to be true. And literally all the Capricorns I talk to, they be like, "Bitch, that's true." Not saying some Capricorns don't get into some freaky deaky shit and doing all that circus shit, you know, all the whips and chains and stuff. Not saying they don't do that. But the thing is, we don't need it. We don't, we already got this. We just already those girls, you know what I'm saying? But you'll be surprised because out and about publicly, we be like really contained, very professionals, very like, you know, like those girls. But then once you get home, close the doors, we like, all right, bitch, the party going to happen. You know, like it's, it be given that. Um, but a lot of Capricorns are good in bed. And because of that fact, because it's more intimate, it very, that's the word I'm, okay. We make it very intimate. And part of, I think, great sex is keeping it super intimate. Sometimes some girls like a little wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and like no intimacy and stuff like that. But like most Capricorns, we need we need to find something in the mix to zone in on or like be intimate about. Like it has to be like a, a intimate connection. Um, otherwise, we don't want it. No, for real. Like otherwise, we really don't want it. Like... I'm not speaking for all Capricorns, but I will say all the Capricorns I've really talked to, they'd be like, bitch, correct. If we can't find a nice intimate moment, it's, we don't want it. It's okay. Because it don't really, like, we just, I don't know how to, like, we just have goals. Like, we just, not goals in the sense of, like, success and money. That, too, most Capricorns are very money hungry, not money hungry, but money driven. But overall, we're very, like, about um a goal like we want something to be good or you know like if i'm gonna decorate my house i want it to be it doesn't have to be perfect but it has to be at top tier i'm gonna do the best i possibly can to make sure everything looks good you know if if um i'm gonna write something or a song whatever whatever it is i just want to make sure it's going to be as perfect as i like we have a goal like a a set standard we kind of put on ourselves so that kind of leaks into relationships romantic or friendships that we're just like this is this is what i see to be a good thing this is like the parameters and we want to be in the upper echelons of those parameters also the last thing i will say is um the most common thing is we're about money i mean i have met some some capricorns that ain't about their money and that's fine. I'm not trying to shade them. But 99% of them, the Capricorns I know all uh, about the Coinishas. The Coinishas. Very much. And it's it's different. Some people are like, you know, workaholics. So they'll be like, I'm going to be a workaholic. No, I don't care about nobody else. I'm just going to get my Coinishas. Some people are... I mean, needless to say, we're all workaholics, but 
were all about our koinesia. That's really... And some people worse than others, but we're all... Most Capricorns are all about the dollar. Like, we are, like, let's work it out. And we're also long-term workers in the sense where if you present two options for us and it's like, all right, this short-term option, you'll get this prize and it's going to be easy to obtain. But this prize is a bigger prize, but it's going to be harder to obtain You'll still obtain it, but it's going to take longer. It's going to be strenuous. It's going to be a lot of work, a lot of mental anguish, a lot of lot of shit. But the prize is humongous. Which one are you going to choose? And we will always take the bigger prize because we can handle mental anguish. We can handle, like, roughing it out. We built for that. So the whole, like, idea of a Capricorn is a goat that is literally walking along this mountain, like, you know, and they just walk, and t- but they don't stop. You know, like some some animals would be like, okay, I got to my destination. I'm here. We want to get to the very top of the mountain, and we don't care how long it takes. It, if it takes 10 years, 20 years, or 50 fucking years, we just want, we zone in on a goal. So um, I think dating Capricorns are fabulous. We're great communicators. We normally have our money shit together. Um, we're great in bed. Um, we're also very loyal. We're, you know, we are very straightforward, which if you're not someone who, if you're someone who needs to be coddled and stuff, that could be a problem because we will, we, we're straight shooters. And yeah, so I think, girl, I would date that little Capricorn honey. And if you don't want him, give him to me, bitch. Because I could really date a Capricorn. I really could, like, Two Capricorns together, honestly, lit. No, and you know, like some signs when you like you do double signs, they don't really work. Like two Leos rarely ever work. You know what I'm saying? Like there are certain people that really never like two certain signs can never work. Capricorns are actually one of the signs that you put two of them together work perfectly. So, girl, if you don't want him, send him to me. But um, yes, if you can give us an update, please write back in and let us know. Good luck. All right, so on to what I got beef with this week. What do I got beef with? I just got beef with, like, people. Like, this is really stupid, but I just feel like when you're walking, you know what I'm saying? Like, first off, we're in America. So when you're walking, or even, like, when you're driving, but let's talk about walking. Walk on the right side of the sidewalk, okay? Just all, just make sure everything's going to be on the sidewalk, whatever area, whatever it is, just go to the right side. And if you're, if you need to, like, stop and check your phone, this is when you got to pull off to the corner, pull off to the sidewalk, and then, and then, and then tie your shoe, and then check your email, then check your phone, then take the call, because there's still a lane of traffic going through. We walking, baby. So you hold it, you holding it up and I got to swerve on you and get past you. You know what I'm saying? Or when you're, you're walking on the, on the, the right side of the sidewalk and somebody's walking in front of you and they walking ahead of you, or, excuse me, walking towards you and they're on the right side too. Baby, get, get to the other side. Cause ne- like that drives me nuts. And the fact that like people don't 
always do. Most people do, but like the fact that some people don't, I'm just like, Ugh. and then people who just block areas, like block, you know, like some people will walk out of a store and then just stop in the door. Like, bitch, keep walking. Motherfuckers is walking through the door. Like, a motherfucker will even walk into a store and just, like, open up the door, like, mm, and just sit there and start looking around. Bitch, move. Move. Get out the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it stuff like that is just so wild to me because it's like, are you just that unaware of, like, where you are? That must be nice. That must be really nice. Sometimes I wouldn't mind being unaware of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes when I know I need to be using my my glasses to see, sometimes I don't want to wear my glasses because I don't think I want to see things that clearly. <laughs> I don't mind a little blur, you know? Like, sometimes that might... I feel like that might... You know, when I see people who just live in, like, this la-la land and very oblivious to shit, it seems really nice. I would love to... I just kind of want to know what that's like. So that's really the only beef I got is just... If you're walking, stay to the right side of the sidewalk, okay? And if you got to do something, pull over. That's it. And when you walk into a store, keep walking. Get to an area where you ain't letting people bump into you. That's it. And also, if somebody kisses you on your cheek, don't punch them in the face because you will definitely get your ass punched right the fuck back. And that's it. Moving right along. Okay, final thoughts. Um, read books. You know, so I've been forcing myself all summer because before I've always been a very avid reader. Like I've I've talked about this on the podcast. Um, I love to read and I I've noticed clearly because social media and TikTok and just my attention spans have been like shot to shit. I don't read as much as I used to, but it used to be a thing, like, especially during the summer, I would just read so many books, even in to like, even in my thirties, I still would read a lot, but the last like two, three years I haven't been reading that much. So this summer I've been reading more than usual. I've so far finished one, two, just two books. Which I think is is pretty good considering, like, you know, I don't read as much. So I started reading, um, rereading the Fire and Blood by well, the Game of Thrones prequel, um, because the Game of Thrones prequel on HBO premieres on Sunday. So I just kind of like want to read it and refresh in my mirror, memory of what happened. Plus, the books are really good. Um, but I will say, like, read books because it's it, – and I'm not saying listen to an audible. I'm not saying nothing. Like, like, actually literally view and read the book. It will all – I know this seems really redundant and stupid, but it will help you with your vocabulary. It will help you, like, with comprehension. It helps you with um, sentence structure, punctuation, um, I mean, a whole litany of things. It just helps. And even myself, like every time I read, I always am like, oh, that's a word I didn't know. Uh, there's never a book I'm going to read where I, I get through the whole book and won't at least find two or three words that I'd be like, oh my God, never heard, even knew what that was. You know what I'm saying? So 
reading is good and viewing the book like literally looking at the book is great so what i do sometimes also um because spanish is not my first language and but needing to write songs in spanish whenever i watch things in spanish i will put the spanish subtitles on so i'm not only audibly looking i mean watching a movie or something in spanish but i'm actually looking and reading the the words so it helps me learn better not just listening to the spanish but actually reading the spanish as well it helps so i will say like reading is such i mean this seems like duh but reading is really fundamental it's so important for you to read it is really uh, it's one of the best things you could really do for yourself um so i would just say read and it could be anything, bitch. It could be the newspaper. It could be magazines. It's got to be shit. Just read something physically. Um, but I, I, I will say books are great, too, because it can also help with, like, your attention span. Um, and it's just, it's great because then you learn how to also say things in a different way, which is great as a songwriter. Like it, Like, we need to find ways to write songs without saying i miss you i love you you know what i'm saying because reading like some of the best songwriters are people who are avid readers because they just paint differently with their lyrics you know the metaphors and like it's just a nice beautiful prose you know i mean listen i'm not trying to go on another tangent but i was not forced but also forced to listen to the beyonce album we were driving back from Fire Island, and my friend was like, we're going to listen to it. I said, oh, okay, well, I'll listen. I'm, yeah, I'll listen to it. I'm like, who wrote these lyrics? It is the wildest shit. I'm like, what? what is, I've never, I've never been that appalled by lyrics before these lyrics are wild and maybe that's the point maybe that is literally the point maybe it's all about just saying pearls peanut butter alien superstar cosmic concrete like maybe that's the whole purpose is just to throw a bunch of random words and not really paint a picture of anything but it just seems it's not it's not for me i'll just put it it's just not for me i like my songs to have a theme I like there to be some sort of narration, some sort of explanation, some sort of prose. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be beautiful. It needs to be some sort of prose to songwriting. So just throwing literal random words together, it's just, it seems, it's maddening to me. It's just like, this cannot be the direction we're going in music. This is really for sped patients. Like, I just... And maybe I shouldn't say sped patient. Maybe that's like a derogatory term, but it seems like mental, like this is for people who have low brain activity. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a mean person, but it's that lyrics like that. It's, I feel like it's really for people who have low brain activity are under the influence of drugs or, heavily sedated like just very like you know i yo i i was like 
the first song, and then we got to the second. I said, oh, my God, all, all every song is like this. This is wild. I mean, I think she has, like, a ninth grade education or something like that. But either even, even so, read books, guys. It will help with so much. It helps when you're dealing with, like, business shit. It helps when, if you are, I don't know, you're not everyone's a songwriter, but... You know what I'm saying? It helps with the whole everything, writing emails like it will stand you out when you have when you're super literate and you just know words, <laughs> you know how to put them together. It will always fucking save you in the end. Um, and there's nothing better than being around somebody who's articulate and can really drive a point across. To me, that's very sexy. Um, so. Yeah, read books. And it don't got to be nothing crazy. Just write, you know, a little short stories. Sometimes, honestly, like, there's also books you can get that have, like, a bunch of short stories. And so I have, like, books on my nightstand. So I'll just read through some, like, right before I go to bed. Like, a little quick little short story. Oh, my God. There is a book. Listen, this is the book I want you guys all to read. What is it called? Fuck. I gave it to my aunt. One of my favorite things to do is, like, when I'm done with the book, I give it to someone. Um, What is it called? I'm 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 going to hold on. Let me pause this because I need to figure out what this book is. I haven't read it in years, but let's hold on. Okay, I found it. I found it. I found it. Listen up. There's this book that I read, and I've read it twice. Um, it's so. And she actually has a couple, but this is my favorite one. It's called God Never Blinks. And okay, don't let the you know because I'm not a kumbaya you know God fearing person. That's just not who I am. But um, because I read books, but um. Anyways, so it's called God Never Blinks, and it's 50 Lessons for Life's Little Detours, and it's by Regina Brett. It is just the cutest little book, and it's just like these little short little stories of things that this woman went through, and, you know, she actually had a column. I think she was it was a column in a, in a little town, and, she, and then people loved it. It became like a cult classic almost, or, had, you know, grew a cult following. Um... And it's a short read. I don't think it's that long. It's like literally 50 little life lessons. But it's called God Never Blinks. God Never Blinks. And basically what she's saying is um, everything has, there's a reason for everything. And so it kind of starts off like the the first little short story. Like it always starts off like, you know, I start, it was horrible. But then like she found the lesson within it. And it's like, honestly, it's really cute stories. It's not like sad, cut your wrist, sad shit. But it's some it's really good. So this is a great book that you can start with. You can put that on your nightstand and right before you're about to go to bed, read for like seven minutes. You know what I'm saying? Cause we gotta we have to read, y'all. We gotta get back to reading. We gotta, you know, and I'm not saying read reading shit on Facebook and Twitter and little shit on little the blog. They be like, oh, the the blogs. Bitch, that like uh, Instagram post is, I mean, technically it is a blog, but it's like, that's not journalism. I mean, they like to argue that it is journalism, but it's like, d- journalism, we have to like, it has to be vetted and like, verify, and I'm not going to get into it. Anyways, long story short, read books, and that's really about it. Until next week, take care of yourself and each other. Bye. <laughs>